episode 14 of the Beyond the Curve, the MX podcast. We are once again at the Poolside. This has kind of become our home, the Poolside Studio. Pretty much. And uh, it's episode 14. We had Pro Motocross. We had National Enduro Promoters Group, also known as the National Enduro Series in uh, Georgia, Greenville, uh, Greensboro, Georgia, turned into a mud fest. First, first loop was dry. After that, it turned into a mud fest. We had Florida Motocross Series at Tampa MX, but the Dade City and the I-4 MX Series were off this weekend, so we got a few things to talk about. We have some injury updates. We have reports for next week coming up. Uh, it's Father's Day weekend coming up, and we have new microphones, new microphone stands. We got a new... We're working, guys. We're going to make this thing as professional as two hillbillies can make something <laughs> professional so should, the audio should be way above our grade yeah the audio is going to be way better this week uh we've invested in some bluetooth microphones so um our audio to video is going to be way better and the we actually have connected our microphones to the computer which we didn't know we weren't connecting to the computer before but it's all good it's all good it's all figured it's out. it's all man. good um by the way I don't know if I'll see you before Father's Day, so happy Father's Day. You too. Um, a little bit early. I'm going to celebrate Father's Day with my dad, uh, hopefully Friday or Saturday, because I want to go to Lazy Springs to cover the I-4MX series that's going to be down there. Michelle's willing to get in the Jeep. We're going to take the top off. There's a 60% chance of rain. <laughs> it's going to be a swamp fest, but I want to go down and see what amateur motocross is looking like right now. I know you've got Dade City this weekend, so what's going on with you? Not a lot. We had the weekend off, which actually felt – I just – I needed to regenerate, you know. It's been busy, so well, we canned, like we said we were going to. We yeah, made, yeah. We made spaghetti sauce. That's all we made. Cause Only spaghetti sauce. The price of the vegetables right now is insane. Yeah, but what about my vinegar – I still have, like, ten jars of this okay. stuff, so okay. you're good. This stuff, by the way, for you who don't know, they can. They're, they're from the northeast – and they actually don't go out to eat like the rest of us. We go out to eat. They they make stuff. They create things. We went to a race in Bartow, and they made homemade chicken and yellow rice at the race for us. So they can, and they make this. this it's a pickled vegetable medley. Um, and I've already been through a jar and a half, so... I'm I'm panicking because I'm I'm running out, but but I'm happy to hear I've got another There's jar already. Oh, yeah. I'm so excited! And this is the kind of stuff that you're not going to get on other podcasts. You're not going to get canning. No. What what makes canning what makes canning viable when you're trying to make spaghetti sauce? I can't stand the taste of the store bought stuff. Like I've my whole life, I grew up on our homemade sauce. We've Brian and I have refined it to our taste over the years, but I can't eat like if I, just the smell of it makes me want to throw up. So, so is it is it keto friendly? Am I going to be able to like if I get some keto noodles? Am I going to be able to make some keto spaghetti? There's sugar in it. I don't know. Eh, that's, that goes but it's not. Get, I mean, there's like a cup and a quarter for a massive. Okay. You know, a you think Michelle? Thing of it. You think Michelle gave me a pass on that? She better. Okay. So. So it was canning weekend, weekend off, canning weekend. You know, how many other motocross families can say that their weekend off was a canning weekend? Yeah. You know, so, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. What to, I, don't, I don't even know where to go with that. We enjoyed it. We got some work done on the chicken coop. And it, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, it was just a, a weekend here. We went to Legoland today. How was that? Uh, they closed it down the second we got there. Oh. because of the storms in the area so we we did have a storm coming through yeah we turned around and went home yeah because um, one of my dogs ended up on my lap while i was yeah. working today kids the young the two youngest had swimming lessons this morning so where are you doing swimming lessons right behind us at the neighbors oh okay um debbie chambro is uh teaching them okay so trying to teach Lake to swim so when he falls in the swimming pool we're we're good to go very good um but yeah there was nothing I don't think there's anything dirt bike related except for watching the race this weekend. Hey, so you know, you know what's funny is those off weekends, they are important. Oh yeah. And it depends on what your passion is, what those off weekends become. But there's nothing wrong with having a weekend away from what you love. Like this weekend, Michelle and I went to. Uh, let's see, we worked on the property. Um, I mowed the yard, uh, which is funny because I mowed the yard and then I mowed the yard. I have eight and a half acres and seven of those acres are bush hogged and an acre and a half of that is 
my house. Mm-hmm. And this weekend was mowing, weeding, edging, making, and it's always complimentary when your wife walks out and goes, oh, it looks nice. And all I can think of is, well, I just weeded the grass out of the fence. That's, that's, that's yeah. really. But then we went to the uh, summer Tampa RV show to look at uh, RVs. We finally, after months and months and months and months and months and months of, oh, we like this, we like this, we like this, we like this, kind of figuring out the type of RV that we want. So this weekend, we literally went and looked at floor plans and what works for us versus, and when I say for us, we're empty nesters. We're not like you with three kids. We're empty nesters. We have two dogs that travel. So is a travel trailer going to work when you know the dogs have to stay in the truck or are we more of a class a class b class c type people and we would love to have a class c but i'm going to be straight honest with you i can buy a class c and i can put a lot of gas in it for the cost of these class b's right now yeah so we've just figured out that probably the class b i'm sorry class c is what works best for us Um, I've driven that style of vehicle for 20 years, coaching college tennis. Um, Not a big deal. We found the four four floor plans that kind of work for us. And so that was what we did on Sunday. It was a quick trip over to Tampa, quick trip back. Uh, But, yeah, I'm on recovery. I've gotten a little bit upgrade from my normal rehab to today. I had some stem therapy with ice. And instead of just working on the neck, we're working on the elbow now. So, there's progress, but I'm still not on a bike. I uh, I met with the Crowleys last week, and we're talking about stuff I need to purchase for next year to get ready for. I don't know if I've announced it yet, but I guess this is a great time to do it. Is Michelle and I are going to go and do the nine-round National Enduro mm-hmm. Series next year. And um, I've never done a full national series on a motorcycle. I've done it in tennis. I've done it in BMX. I've never done it on this and at 51 years old, it's a different look than going for sponsors and stuff. So um, uh, I'm looking at, like, one of the things that I, I don't have a jump box. Well, in these cold races, some of these, I mean, this year at uh, Sumter, it was 19 degrees the morning of the race. Well, my bike didn't want to crank. Jason's cranked just fine. Mine did not want to crank, and it almost didn't crank. It finally cranked. Jason's like, you know what, maybe a jump box. And some of the rounds watching this year, Texas, Arkansas, Pennsylvania is going to be really rocky. Maybe it's time to get a set of rims, tires, sprocket, have the whole thing set up with a moose on it compared to the heavy-duty tube so that I'm ready. So those are the things Michelle and I, over this, while I'm recovering, can't really do anything. Let's let's start getting prepared for February. Um, But, yeah. FTRs on summer break. They're going to do their banquet next month. Oh, no, no, two months from now, August. And then they start back up. You got the uh, I4 MX series that's going on. You got Florida MX series. You got the Nationals. You got Dade City Motocross going on. So there's there's still a lot going on. And like we talked about earlier, we're going to jump in and you're going to be at Dade City this weekend. Yeah, the Father's Day race, special are, race. We were, we are were, you going to do it? Well, I think it's only for 65s and 85s, so I might I might play somebody's dad for the night if I can. Do it. I know Swap Moto used to play yeah. someone's dad. I'm for gonna. That's that's my goal is when I get there to see if yeah. I can find somebody or even a kid that sometimes there's literally just moms that bring them. Yeah. So or, or there's dads that don't want to do yeah. it and see if you so can do it. Yeah. That's that's my goal is to try to play. Why not play dad for a weekend and race with somebody and I want it'll just be a fun time. I want so. a video. I want a video. Yeah, I'll brand a video since I can't race with my kids. But um, we were we were gonna race Tampa MX this weekend, and we both just decided that even Bowen's like let's just stay home and do what we were doing and. Even he needed a break. I mean, it's it's well, it's been constant grind for weeks. Well, it's like my nephew. I go back. He, you know, he races the nationals. He does GNCC on the quads, and they raced last weekend. And mom and dad were out of town at business this week, and he reached out to me Thursday. He's like, "Hey, uh, I think I might be going to the Mid East this weekend." So they ran up. He and his dad, mom and dad, got home from their trip, and they loaded up and they went and raced the. Mid- I have no idea how he did, but there's. I think the point of that is there's always something if you want it. Yeah. There's something. And whether it's close or not, this was up in South Carolina. So, you know, for us, it's always eight, nine hours. So they went up. He and his dad raced 
uh, the the Mid East this weekend. Um, I don't know how I did. I haven't asked. It doesn't really matter. It's seat time. Yeah. Um, getting more seat time in, and he's also recovering from a pretty catastrophic crash. So like, just getting that seat time is beneficial. Which is something I wanted to talk about when we're done today. Is how do you recover from an injury? It's um, hard. Yeah, and, and I think I'd, I'd love to delve into that because he actually asked me, like, have you had anything that scared you? And it's funny because when I play tennis, but we'll we'll dive into that. We'll dive into that more. But this weekend was Colorado, Lakewood. It's been on the circuit for 20 years. I, I didn't realize that till they talked about it this weekend. Yeah. Great track. You can see it from the highway. You can watch from anywhere because it's down in the valley. Um, it gets rough. You know, historically, it's a rough track. Some people say it's a crappy track. I think it's cool because it gets so rough. Um, it's got a lot of natural jumps. Yeah. Um, it's all hillside. Yeah, it's it's on a hillside. It's 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 great. So, you know, it's the same old, same old. Jet is. I swear to you, they're showing Jet, and I swear he looks like he's riding at fifty-five percent. Yeah. He's just cruising. Uh, it's crazy, and, and there's <laughs> there's great racing going on behind him. And then Hunter, That's where most of the racing's at. Yeah, I mean, Jet yeah. just get, checks out, does his own thing. Ten minutes in, he was ten seconds ahead. Yeah, you know, checking out. Uh, Sexton, I, Is I got quest- I got questions about that. I don't think he's coming back. Neither do I. He's testing the ca- he's testing KTM yeah. right now, isn't he? I, as far as I know, and I I don't I don't know if coming off that season, like you know, he knew that. Tomac was a winner. It's kind of in his head. Now he's got Jet to deal with because I don't know. I don't know. You know, I'm not conspiracy theorist or anything. I mean, I'd love to see him come back, but what's he going to run second? Yeah. I mean, he's going to run second. And I, and and I'm I'm not going to be. I'm I am not. I like I don't like Sexton, but I've listened to more and more interviews. I like Sexton. I I like him. Um, what I really want to touch on is. How about these privateers getting the chance to shine and running with factory that was guys? Amazing. <clears throat> that the whole um, privateer clan, Ty Masterpole just blew me away. So second I, moto, well, come on, I, yeah. And I play uh, RM Fantasy, and um, he was one of my picks. I watched qualifying, and I'm like, I just don't think that he can hold up for the 30 minutes. So surprise, I, surprise. I know, and I think I put him down maybe like finish an eighth or something. I can't remember my standings and I didn't get to watch the race live, but I, wa- I looked at my, my picks at the end. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. I just didn't, I didn't think that he had it in him to hold it. You know, dude, he was pushing the entire, but, had he not bobbled. Yeah. He would have gotten a podium. Yeah, he would have. And he, he overtook just everybody. I mean, the moto one, it was that moto one where he went down yeah. and made it the whole way back to yeah. fifth. Yeah. Yeah. Fifth, fifth or fifth, seventh. Yeah. Fifth. Because he finished a five and a four, that's for just, six overall. Yeah, six overall, which is terrible. He yeah. got he got Phil Nic- Phil Nicoletti. Yeah, fifth and a fourth, and he finished sixth. Yeah, that's that's Phil Nicoletti. Yeah, it sucks, but for him, plus he got that the FMF um, privateer yeah, the yeah. privateer award that this weekend. Then he went out and did that. I think he's going to be maybe sitting on a factory bike before we know it. I, I that's great that you said that. Did you hear what happened when he needed a clutch? So he needed a clutch. He went to Factory Kawasaki. They told him to pound sand. So he found it. so he found a used clutch to borrow. Mm-hmm. They'd only have one bike on the track. Yeah, C and Cirillo. C and Cirillo, I will tell you right now, doesn't. Ca- yes, he cares if he loses to him. But he doesn't care. He's in his own world. Yeah, he's happy to be out there. Yeah. This kid is making a statement. He's done it two weeks in a row. Yeah. Harlan's making it. Noren's making it. And what's funny is they're talking about, well, what would happen if Anderson was here and uh, who uh, Kenny was here and some other guys are here? Well, dude, they're running with the factory guys. They're not. They're not running behind them they're running with the factory guys he was all over cooper webb so don't yeah, yeah they yeah. have nothing to do with i mean he finished ahead of cooper webb and moto two and just you know one one position behind him i believe in moto one or something like that no he was 
Cooper Webb was second in Moto One. So you know, still three behind him. So yeah. the big factory guys, he was still right there. So, so don't, yeah, you can't tell me. So these guys are running up front. They're running up front. They're not running up front because there's not factory guys. They're running up front with the factory yeah. guys. Now, Jet is in his. If you take first away, if first was second, second through seventh is a good race. Yeah. Oh, there's all kinds of racing going on right behind first. But Jet's just cruising. Yeah. Just they showed him. They showed him. And I think they actually like, dude. We can't. We can't show this because it's it's not. It doesn't look good. It looks like he's just cruising. Yeah. And he is bouncing, jumping this, hopping. And you look at the other guys, and they're like barreling on, and it's like this doesn't look good for the Bobbling other guys. All yeah. over the place. Yeah. yeah. That, he's gonna. Even if he goes down, I mean, I I I could see Jet going down. Even like uh, one of these nasty. Every every moto, we're getting a nasty whole yeah. shot crash. Even if he goes into one of them, I still. Don't see where he's going to lose. Well, high point next weekend. You have a couple of the major, major off cambers. He could bobble on one yeah, of those. Yeah, and there's some massive jumps on that. Yeah. I mean, high point's a cool track. I've been there a few times. Uh, it's my that's home, it, that's my in home your state. Area. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like three hours from us. Yeah, from where we're from. Um, it's a really cool race. It's a really cool day. I got sun poisoning there one time, but um, because you guys don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. No, it rained. Well, what happened that that year? It rained. And our clothes got soaked. We, I think me and my buddy, we took our shirts off. And then the sun come out, like, out of nowhere, just beating hot. So I blistered. I mean, we blistered, and it was just, it was terrible. But you, you're having such a good time. that. Were you there the year that Josh Grant ran into the truck? I don't think. I remember it happening, but oh, yeah, we yeah. weren't there. I remember watching that. It's like, how does that happen? Like yeah. He literally just went off the track and barreled into the truck. But, I mean, 450s is not... Yes, there's kind of one guy, and then there's a battle for a second. Yeah. The story is these privateers that are making it. The 250s, there's a story there. Hunter can't seem to do anything in Moto 1, so there's been multiple guys that are winning. Yep. And then he comes out in Moto 2 and is like, okay, guys, thanks. I got my stuff together, and I'm going to cruise on. And and he looks like his brother. Yeah, and, and Moto 2. Yeah, and it's – but but – but the whole time's a race. Like every yeah. every moto's a race in the two fifties. Okay, we have to talk about this though. There's a real thing. I appreciate the talent of Hayden Deegan. He looked like Michael Essie this weekend. I'm not yeah. appreciative of why are you looking backwards and cross jumping and cutting people off. You're better than you're better yeah. than that. The race craft was pretty bad, but yeah. I don't know. I didn't pay honestly. I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to him. I mean, I watched the race. I watched all the, the battles and stuff. But I did. I did catch him looking back over and over and over. Yeah. And, you know, um, the cross rutting, cross jumping. There was a lot of that going was, on. But, that's dangerous. Yeah. You want to look back? That's one thing. Well, that's that's, that's how I destroyed my rib cage. And well, I didn't. Yeah. But that's how it got destroyed at uh, Dade City Round One. Yeah. Just kids riding like that. You can't cross jump somebody. You can't. It, it's to me, it's one of the most dangerous, egregious things you can do in motocross is to motocross. I said motocross. Motocross is to cross jump somebody. Yeah. Jump if someone's. Fa I think that's because I come from the off road world. If someone catches you in the off road world, it means they came from a minute back and they caught you. That and that's what, exactly what happened to me. Is this kid was literally just full send. Yeah. And he couldn't even control his bike at this point. And he was, he knew that, you know, I'd come up beside him just gradually, just third gear wide, and this kid just sending it. Yeah. And he couldn't control it. And he just, he jumped right in front of me on a double. And and that's what Deegan did. And I honestly think had he, instead of just bobbling and having to stop and collect himself, had he fallen by himself in that corner, maybe that would have been like, okay, I can't do this stuff. Yeah. Because... He is a good rider. He is a really good rider. And this wasn't a track to push it. No. I no. don't know. And I'm telling you, I think James is getting better and better and better in his yeah. analysis. Talking about the privateer bikes and how they're set up softer and they can attack. I'm, I'm looking at Michelle and I'm like, I need to get with Ronnie Muck at 612 because I think I need to soften my stuff up. I'm, 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 I'm not fast. I need, to, I need more pushness. He's talking about how these guys are... I mean, I rode your bike. It's pretty soft. Is it? Yes. I don't know. You need to get. You need to jump on mine once. But it's crazy. Like, 
listening to him analyze that stuff, even Ricky Carmichael's like, dude, he's really good. Yeah. And and he's analyzing Cianciarello's bike and uh oh my god, why can't I remember his uh Masterpool's bike and it's like he's talking about him and you're like, Wow. My wife's sitting there, my wife understands a lot and she's like, I get this. Yeah. I understand this. And and you watch the bikes and you're like, Oh, that's kicking because it has it's stiffer and they're going slower and master pools just blah just yeah, do it just and, absorbing it and ha, have you ever watched kids on the couch no with uh travis pastrana bubba and ricky carmichael oh that was off the old terror really really young yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i showed brianna that for the first time today because we were talking about bubba and his you know his analogy and the way he's talking on the air and yeah i'm like you know there was one point in time where he was polk county at his finest so I showed her that video. She's like, I'm embarrassed to watch this. I'm embarrassed for him. <laughs> but his English, I mean, and I'm, I'm not making fun of him, but apparently this is something he wants to do, and I appreciate the fact he's taken. He only said one-lined once this, yeah. peak, this week. He's He catches himself, and, and I'm not making fun of him. We all have our flaws. Like, I drop F-bombs when I shouldn't. Well, it's hard to... It's hard to talk on a platform like that. Yeah, you know, and I, he, his, I would screw up. His speeches for announcing has gotten professional. Like he's professional, yeah. but his intellect with the sport is so strong. I think a lot of people are just like, oh, oh, wow, okay, all right. Because even he, there's these pauses, and he said, it, I think it was twice or three times this race where Weege was talking, and all of a sudden there was no James. And he'd go back to him, and he's like, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm going to fall because I feel like I'm one of these yeah, riders. Watching it. And, and I appreciate that because there's a realness to yeah. it. And I, I really appreciate that. But I think, I think the motocross series is doing a great job covering, I think, the halftime break. Yes, for those of us that need to watch it, like last night I finished at 11 o'clock and I needed to be in bed at 10, yeah. that halftime break. But, man, they're covering stuff that – we've never gotten to have yep. in the motocross world because it's on Peacock. And by the way, for those of you watching on Peacock, they're having commercials on CNBC at two o'clock in the morning. You can listen. If you listen, we goes to break and then they keep talking and then they come back from break. We on Peacock never see those. There's these little doldrums. They're coming They're They're putting in commercials on CNBC yep. or wherever the race is going to be re-aired at 2 o'clock in the morning. On Peacock, dude, we're watching it. And last night, I, we were going to watch it. We actually didn't finish up, finish up watching Hangtown. And then we ate dinner and came back, and we watched it. And at 11 o'clock last night, I finished up Moto2. And But guess what? There were no commercials during the racing. Mm-hmm. You're watching F1 on motocross. Yeah. NASCAR's got commercials. IndyCar's got commercials. Motocross, no commercials. Yeah. You're watching it on Peacock. It's steady. It's steady. You're watching it. And that track, I will be quite honest, there hasn't been a track. Well, the first one, what was the first? Paula, that was nasty. Hangtown was dry as could be. The ruts looked like glass. Yeah. This weekend, they had moisture in the track. My yeah. God, those ruts, a, a, a small person, your son, would have disappeared yeah. in there. Yeah. They were swallowing bikes. Yeah. I mean, they even said Cooper, Justin Cooper, congratulations on the Moto One win. They were looking, and they great camera views. Yeah, they thought his wheel was broke. Yeah, but it was something. Yeah. There was so much mud packed up in the inside yeah. of the wheel that it looked like the wheel was warped. I was still wondering if it was, though, because uh, I looked. It was uh, maybe three to go. And when he went off the one jump, the whole wheel was wobbling. But what did he hit? Because they pretty much showed him the whole moto. Yeah, I didn't see any. I didn't see him. I don't know. There's much in there to hit yeah. like that hard. But you come down in a rut real hard, coming yeah. down on one of those hills. It could just been a weak wheel. I mean, I think the I think the coolest part to me because that track was what what it was what it was. The fact of watching those guys dance through the ruts, yeah, and then get into a corner and exit the corner and accelerate, and learn. Hey, I got to go to the left then back to the right in this rut so that I can make this left. And they just do it like, and I'm thinking to myself, why don't they just go out here? But that rut, if, if you can stay in the rut and ride the rut, it's so much faster. Yeah. But uh, it was, it was, 
it's a tough track. I'm glad that it's still on the circuit. I think it needs to stay on the circuit. There's, I think Paula, if they could figure out some way to get rid of Paula, that would be awesome. Go back to Glen Helen or not. I don't care. Yeah. Um, but I think Colorado is a great, hey, we're heading east. We're at altitude because they have two Supercross races in altitude. Yeah. Let's have a motocross race in altitude. And by the way, this track's hosted MXDN two night races for motocross and we've been on the circuit for 20 years yeah we deserve to be here yeah it's just a cool track yeah, uh, even the views i mean yeah you're watching it on tv alone you that's a she's brianna's like look how green it is and all the mountains it's beautiful i mean yeah. and the interstate's right there and i've driven on that interstate i've when we went to wyoming we drove across that interstate right there and yeah. you're like oh my god there's a motocross track right here yeah and so it's just cool but um i i actually was more shocked you're watching this and you're like okay they got a weekend off to head and head east oh no no we do not have a weekend off no how about hello privateers enjoy your drive across yeah. the country yeah you're leaving here and you're going straight to pa yeah yeah I mean, that's not a short drive i've oh. done that it's uh colorado i did nebraska to from P pennsylvania to nebraska and it was two days if i if i remember right straight through to colorado was like 27 hours yeah it's it's a beast of a yeah that but we also have to train we have to get our bike ready yeah that's we, what i mean we got to find somewhere to ride 20 a 20 even a 24 hour drive yeah. is not 24 hours no. you know it's that's a three-day span right yeah. there just in driving yeah because you can't drive for 24 hours no not these guys no, they're no. doing it on their own literally we, even when we go north it's for us to get back home is like 16 and a half. I'm going to have lots of stories about those drives coming up. Yeah, next you year. are. Yeah, I am. So, but no, I'm I glad I, it's you and not me because I, <laughs> a couple hours is it. But I, I just thought, I, I thought there was a week off. So I was like, oh, wow. Okay. So we're having the Father's Day special at High Point. Um, it's going to be great. We're going to cover it. I'm, I have tried to figure out when I'm going to watch it because I'm going to be out of town on Sunday. I guess I'm going to try to watch it Saturday night and, um, but enough of that. Do you have anything else for the pro motocross stuff? Not really. Um, no, we pretty much covered it all. It was a gnarly track. That little bit of rain didn't help anything. Oh, I do have a question for you. Yeah. What do we feel about... Or do we... F and I say this knowing Carnage, Carnage, Clean Start, Clean Start, Moto 2, Clean Starts, Moto 1, Carnage again. How do you feel about the greats? Do we need them? Do we get rid of them? I've never raced on them, so I don't know. I, I truthfully, like, I have no intel on greats at all because I've never been on them. Like, that was ahead of my time, I guess. Am I an old man walking up school both ways? Get rid of the greats? Get rid of the starting hooks? Go I back know to Moto, dirt? I know Moto Bros has them, so one of these days I'm, I am going to get down there and ride, and I'm going to take a feel of greats because... Yeah. Everybody swears by them, but I don't know. I feel like in the rain they would be s slippy, but it's just as slippy on dirt too. So I don't know. I really don't know. I have I have no input. Because there's been what uh, four or five motos this year with the greats that all hell's broken loose. Yeah. And I mean, we lost Jeremy Martin. We lost Gil and Fury. But that same big crash at the beginning of Moto One Two Fifty. Next moto, they come around. Everybody makes through the corner just fine. I tell you what. Jeremy Martin, I thought Jeremy Martin's arm was bad. That was wicked. Like, when, when you walk off the track and, and they're, it's just hanging, and, and they already bandaged it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, well, right after the pile up, and that thing is literally he can't even. And like, he had surgery on Sunday. Yeah. Like uh, there, like, it was mangled. So I, mean, I don't know. I I I, I, I w the twenty four hours Le Mans was, was this weekend, and there introducing the hydrogen class for 2000 whatever that is coming up and i understand technology and i understand improvement and i understand but are all things improvement is having a perfect gate improvement to me that's always been part of racing like picking is, your gate but even michelle asked me she's like i don't want the start hooks because like in pro in pro golf you're not a golfer I play golf and I use clubs that a pro would never use because they're forgiving. Yeah. A pro uses clubs that maximize their talent. 
I can use the pro clubs, and when I hit it perfect, oh, it's perfect. Yeah. When I don't hit it perfect, oh, it's really bad. Yeah. When I use my clubs, oh, it's bad, or it's, oh, it's good. There's not an O or an O. It's, it's O. Yeah. But if I go pro, I'm going to use the, oh, it's good clubs because that's maximizing my talent. Yeah. Michelle's question is, why do we need them? Yes, there's companies that make these start hooks and there's companies that are making these greats, but why do we need them? Why can't we go back to, if you are a good starter and you can hold the front end down, then you're going to get the good start. Yeah. If you can't hold the front end down, then you're going to have to either learn how to be a good starter or you're going to start 15th. That's part of figuring it out. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I, I would like to see them all start on dirt just yeah. to see how it goes. Because I think they're so used to greats at this point. But what, what do you feel about starting hooks? I don't really know much about them. Because I know, like, for motocross, they're a little bit less aggressive. Supercross, sometimes it takes two men to suspension that thing down. Oh, you, you, the whole shot devices? Yeah. So, I've always used them. Um, that's just I mean, there's guys that are using them off-road now, too. Racing. I did go, my last year racing, I decided not to use one. And um, I pulled the whole shot almost all every season, all season long. So, but I, I taught myself how to start without it, just because for some reason in the back of my mind is what if it doesn't come unhooked? Then that, and, that, that's dangerous. And I seen, I seen it happen that year. That was like 2013. I seen it get bent. Or I don't, I don't remember exactly what happened, but for some reason it, it stayed compressed. And I'm like, I'm not dealing with that. Ancy had that happen in the mud race in New yeah. Jersey. He it finally come undone, yeah. but it it took a couple of turns, and I'm like, I I don't ever want to deal with that. So I taught myself to use, or I guess start without one, and I have no complaints. You got to manhandle the bike a little bit better, but you learn you you adapt, you learn how to. But you you're going to get to do it. I guess my argument is you're going to get separation. If you want to have that stuff in the amateurs, cool. Mom and dad can spend the money and they can do it because mom and dad are going to spend the money on anything anyway. When you get to the pros, it's like those golf clubs. Golf pros aren't going to use my clubs. They're going to use the pro clubs. Yeah. Well, guess what? When you go to pros, you don't get a start hook anymore. You better figure out how to start. Yeah. And I just feel like I know those crashes, and I say that knowing that Moto 1 and Moto 2 this weekend, there were massive crashes. Moto... Two and Moto, well, Moto two of each, 450 and 250. Guess what? There weren't massive crashes. No. They figured it out. But, dude, how many guys are we going to lose because everybody's coming to the corner at the same speed? If there are no hooks and there is dirt, the good starters are going to be the good starters. We also got 40 bikes where. Yeah, yeah. Supercross, we got. And they were. And as James said, they were turning left to turn right. Yeah. And you can see they just ping pong, but I just kind of wonder, like, let, let's let's just say, no, man, we're not going to do it. No one, if you just make the rule, they're all going to fuss. But guess what? They'll be fine. Everybody going into the the playoffs should should be no grades, no whole shot devices, yeah. no nothing. And I know that slows everything down, but guys, I don't care. I, I, the fast guys are still going to be fast. I'd rather have all of you make it through than lose another three riders. I mean, this is selfish in my fantasy. A-Ray got taken out. Ferez got taken out. Uh, there I don't, there were so many. Uh, Jerry Robin, who has had a great season these yep. first two. Uh, the poor kid has been the mockery of everybody's jokes, was having a great season. He gets taken out. I, it's like. Dude, at some point, like... Carson Mumford's crash was nasty. Ooh. He did the... It looked like Chad Reed. Yeah. Chad Reed-esque. He was the, flying. The injection. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. I, I honestly, I didn't think he'd come back out, and he did. He tried. I'm like, yeah. yeah. But he still came back out after that. I'm like, dude, you're nuts. That yeah. has got to hurt so bad. He tried. But, yeah, I, I... But I think the track is awesome. I think it's a great track. I would love to see them... It's kind of one of those things, like, I like I like car racing, and when you race cars, you, you're in the same track. They don't make changes to the tracks. It's, it is what it is. But in dirt racing, there are opportunities to make changes. So far this year, Paula was the same. Hangtown was the same. Colorado was the same. 
There's one track so far that has made a change this year. Redbud yeah. has made a change. They had a qualifier there this weekend, too. Oh, and they about killed somebody. Yeah. About killed somebody. Some wow. dude went for the leap, and one guy didn't, and mm-hmm. they met at the bottom. Yeah, I um, I knew somebody racing there, and uh, the mom of the kid racing sent me a, a video. I'm like, that track is fast. Yeah. Like, it's just dry and fast, and those guys are – it's a qualifier to begin with, so they're all going fast and they're pushing the limits. And um, yeah, it was something needed to tame down a little yeah. bit. But I'm excited because at least they've made a change to their track. Like yeah. instead of you making that, you come over the mounds and you go, and then you go over the leap and you're to the finish line. You go over the leap now, and you still have a couple sections to go before you get back to the finish line. Great, there's a change. Like it's dirt. It's a bulldozer. Yeah. And some move water, it. and you can move it. Why can't these tracks make, like, that's the reason I stopped racing all FTR races is because everything's the same every year. Yeah. Dude, you're racing a motocross. I, I looked at, like, this weekend, I'm looking at the platform. Like, there's a lot of open space they could move yeah. jumps around. That's one thing I like about Dade City is that track's different every week. Yeah. It's yeah. Sa- same track, but different layout yeah. every week. And Bud's Creek. Bud's Creek has the option to run it forwards or backwards. Well, dude, switch it up. Yeah. Like, we don't need to see the same thing. Switch. And guess what? If the riders don't like it, that's okay. That's okay that the riders don't like it. That means it's challenging. Or if it's not smooth or perfect, or that's fine. Give us something different to watch. Yeah. So that's the only, out of the first three races, like, Hangtown has a lot of land. It's a state park. Move some stuff around. Like, it's cool. The tracks, they change that one section towards the finish every time. They had that beautiful step-up glider floating thing. That's cool because they've done the half pipe and different things in that area. But, like, this weekend, like, I'm like, dude, you have land. And I know they have to be careful because, like, they can't make the jumps as big as they want to because the bikes are 30% less or whatever, 15% less. But uh, I'm with you, Dade City. Great, fantastic, cool. We can change it because guess what? We got a bulldozer and we can make this turn, this turn, and this turn, this turn, and oh, this jumps now backwards. Okay, we'll flatten this face out and we'll do it. And they do it all yep. the time, constantly. Um, so that that's about it. But motocross is going along. I mean, the the Lawrence brothers are kind of doing what the Lawrence brothers do. Justin Cooper got a win. Shimoda still. I feel like Shimoda's trying to find himself. Is he really going to leave? Is he just riding it out? I don't know. I, I I think he enjoys what he's doing, but I know he wants to get home too. Yeah. So I really don't know. Yeah. Um, Maybe he's just still out in a funk from being off. Yeah. I mean, he came out swinging in Supercross. He's still swinging. Yeah. He dropped a three and an eight. And I mean, that's a big difference. But I think for the 250s, those guys, there's so many good guys up front. Yeah. If they screw up, they. I mean, you looked at like what. Uh, I mean, congrats to Justin Cooper. He fell, but he got himself going. That's the first time I've ever seen him come through a pack. Yeah. Um. But like Hampshire, he he was stuck back there, and, and there's a lot of you go through the 250 class, and you start calling out names. They had variety of finishes. I mean, Deegan. Deegan had a variety of finishes. So. Yep. So you look at those guys, there's probably, I don't know, eight, nine guys that I can't say can win, but are top five guys. Volan. There's there's a lot of possible winners. Yeah. I mean. They I, don't have the privateer spe- specials going no, on. No, but I enjoy, I, I like watching the 250s right now better than the 450s just because there's there's racing going on. Now there's racing going on, you know, two through eight in, yeah. the, in the 450s, but it's not. I don't think it's as intense by any means. Yeah. So we'll see how the season plays out. What you got on your notes? That's just all finishes and stuff from, oh, okay. from pros. So. All right. Um, so pros, good. We got high point this weekend. Actually, it's a old historic track. It's been going for years and years. Um, it's got one of the coolest start sections with the singles that turn into doubles and the yeah. the, the bridge, ju- uh, the tunnel jump and the back section. Um, great track. I think it's. I think it. I think it's actually one of the. I used to think like God, it's kind of boring. 
now that I've watched more and more and more, I'm kind of like, it's kind of one of the historic tracks of the series. It, yeah. it's, it's just a cool track. But enough of that. We had I-4MX at uh, Tampa Motocross, which is probably one of the most motor peaky motocross tracks of our area. It's more of like a uh, supercross. Yeah, yeah. What about Justin Starling running this weekend? He, Tampa Motocross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Electric, I, electric tape numbers on a Honda. Yeah. Forgot all about that. Ram plus thirty, got to We're, run an event uh, race. Yeah, we get to, we'll get to see him here in a couple weeks. So he's gonna train our boy up at Pax Tracks. So. You gonna shoot some video of that? I'm gonna try. Yeah, We're, we'll we'll try to get some of that because they're doing the uh, FCA. Is it FCA? No, what no, camp is it's it? just the Pax Tracks motocross camp. Pax Track motocross camp. They got their coaches. We're gonna try to. We'll try to embed some video into yeah. our our conversation um, coming up here at the end of June. Yeah. Uh, 26 27 28 something like that something so like that. we'll probably try to film this early and then because we're going to leave monday night okay to get up there so we'll we'll figure it out but then once we get back we'll be able to lots to talk about yeah so yeah so and some of the local guys that that aren't racing motocross or or will be coaching and um it'll be a great great time uh but yeah tampa motocross they they hosted the next round of the i4mx series I4MX series will be off this week because you'll have Dade City Motocross and you'll have, nope, you'll have I4MX at Lazy Lazy Springs this weekend as well. Is, no, it's Florida series, isn't it? Florida. No, I can't remember which one. It I is. don't know, but I'm going down to Florida. I'm going down to Lazy Springs this weekend to cover yeah. a race, and uh, a couple hours away. Um, looks like a cool facility. Uh, Every, they, everybody raised. I've never been there, but everybody raised yeah. about that track. From from where we're sitting right now, it's two hours and ten minutes. Yeah, and uh, that's. The, I mean, honestly, for a motocross guy, that's not a bad trip. No, it's an easy trip. Uh, that's a typical weekend. Yeah, and <laughs> and I'm I'm looking forward to going down. I'm gonna try to shoot some video. I'm gonna try to write a couple stories so that I have stuff to report back on Monday. Um, Dade City is this weekend. Maybe y'all can get a dry race in. That would be cool. That'd be. Wonderful. I am so <laughs> sick of cleaning. We still have a dirty bike. Like I just like I said, we are just so burnt that one of our bikes is still dirty. It just Yeah. Those mud races take such a toll on you. I mean, they're hard. The toy hauler, the garage and the toy hauler's a mess. It's just everything's cleaned up out of it, but there's just mud in places that mud shouldn't be. And you just need a little blower that you can blow it all out. That's usually what I do. I put my gas blower in there, shut the doors, open the vents and <laughs> blow it out the back. It just you got to wait for it all to dry, and yeah. it's just a nightmare. I but like that's Florida summer, so. Yeah. Hey, I mean, we get we get our showers. It just depends on the time. Like today, we had them. Um, I think I was at home at, like, 2 o'clock, and it poured, and it's done yep. for the day. And Typically 3 to 5. Yeah, and it's just if you can catch it early and get it over with, then you're going to have a nice evening. You're yeah. gonna The soil is going to be fine at Dade City. You get rain at 3 o'clock by the evening time, it's good to go. Yeah. Uh, it's just on when you get it, and if you get it at six, then guess what? It's gonna be a mutter. Yep. Um, so kind of there's a lot of stuff. There's been still regionals. There's regionals going on for Loretta Lens. Um, that's gonna be exciting. I'm I'm hoping we find someone that we know that's going to Loretta Lens to kind of get an update of like what it looks like. I've seen there. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna catch somebody. I'm gonna even if we can talk to Matt Bell and talk to um one of their riders that's that made it in speaking of that hardy munoz i think he finished the 19th this week yeah he got a 15th first moto and then a dnf 16th, yeah but he's still 19th overall that's getting some points yeah and and i think he had a crash i i i actually was right before i came he hurt his hand but they're getting further evaluation but he thinks he's going to be ready for a high point so yeah. nothing bad jet had a close call with his hand too dude i like, can't believe he didn't break it seriously like and by the way, notice the camera wasn't on that jump. Yeah. It was on the next one. Yep. After a, after he hit it, it was moved from that jump to the next one. Yeah. Because um, he was still on the jump. Like, to me, it was too close to begin with. Like, there's times where people push wide on jumps. Yeah. So, And he was just flowing, and he hit yeah. that thing. So. Well, this is the same track last year. Michelle and I were talking. It's the same track last year. Coming around that finish line area where they come around behind the start line, that Jason Anderson about broke his hand on yep. the big yellow banner, yep. uh, the big the big yellow border. He hit the uh, he hit that last year. Yep. That's the same. And Michelle's like, oh, this is the track. I'm like, yep, this is where he 
kind of racked up his season and, and hit his hand on the the ban on yeah. whatever those things are track markers the cherubis 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 i don't know what you want to call it yeah track markers and and they don't move and apparently that camera doesn't move and i guess no. it's i guess it's the flash lights but yeah it, but they're i don't know i it was it, it showed you how hard he hit it because it, it gave a little bit and you yeah. can see it wobbling but it was like a solid impact. You imagine how fast he's going when he hit that thing. And I joked, being the off-road guy, well, if he had had flags on, he wouldn't have hit his hand. Yeah. Like, they'll they'll throw the red flag. like the Supercross, for example, because Sexton jumped that triple. Yeah. It flashes the red lights when, you know, somebody's down in them yeah. or the medical flag, and you can't jump it. So that's what they're for. But, but they, they moved it up one jump. Yeah. Um, so they weren't in that flow because it looked like they all went out wide then they kind of came back to the middle so they had it over here on the right of the next jump but yeah that was one of those and that could be a championship ender I mean it's crazy to think like dude this guy's like having a perfect season and that could have ended it yeah and then it it becomes a battle like I mean and I as James said dude I'm rooting for him but you know what he'll never have Ricky and I because He'll be 22-0 and 0 versus 24-0. and 0. But there's going to be something that happens this season. There's going to be an off-camber that catches him. There's going to be a start. There's going to be – we haven't seen him have to work his way through the field yet. Yeah. And we know he can, but what's that look like? How hard does he have to press? Because once you get the lead and you get a three-second lead, you're just riding. Yep. I mean, he's riding completely differently than plussing or chasing him. Yeah, that he's pushing. Yeah, Jet's just cruising. Yeah, so. so, but it was cool. I mean, it, it was a good weekend. It was a. I really enjoy. I just like watching Colorado. I love watching the races. Um, I'm excited about this weekend. I'm excited that we're kind of both back in the flow. You got racing this weekend. I'm going to be a spectator and watch. Um, I think my wife's going to go with me. I'm going to celebrate Father's Day with my dad on Friday or Saturday, um, because like. I just want to go watch. I just want to go watch some racing, and and um, I'm hoping um, I'm I'm able to do some rehab stuff now. I've actually gotten I had stem today, and I I've got to squeeze the the ball. So I think I'm actually going to get probably I might wait until the end of June. Like there's no rush, but I'm excited to start getting back out in the backyard and start putting in some some hours. But uh. I'm excited to go be a, a tourist. Like, I'm just going to go down and watch racing. Just go watch. Just yeah. go watch and see. And, and I don't have to pay close attention. And I will I may watch the guy that's an eighth and see how he pushes through the track or if he can catch up to people. And, it's and always it, fun to watch racing. Yeah. Like I, it's been a long time since I got to watch racing yeah. besides on TV. So I'm excited. And, and I, I may not know names. So if I come back next Monday and, and the names aren't perfect – Hey, I apologize, but I'm going to try to write stuff down. I'm going to try to write notes because we do want those kids to get credit. And if there's a kid that comes from 15th to third, oh, guarantee you, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure that <laughs> out because I'll watch that and, and, and you'll see it. But I'm, I'm more curious as to what does Lazy Springs MX look like? Because I know they, they rent bikes, they rent quads, they're, there's a large contingent. I think uh, a lot of the South Florida guys ride down there. Um, the FTR guys ride down there. So it's like, okay, what is it? This track is kind of not in our area. We're more Dade City, Orlando, that kind of stuff. What do these southern tracks look like? Okay, I get I get a chance to go see what that looks like. Yep. And it looks like it's like almost in a neighborhood. So I'm kind of curious what the area looks like. And Where's it's jupiter isn't it lehigh lehigh acres. 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 Right. Yeah. yeah so um y- you know what does that look like and what who's running it who's what's it look like how does the track operate during a large event and those are the things that we're going to get to cover and learn as we go no one's going to know who the hell i am so it doesn't matter i can go down there and i can just be me and i can re- report on it and then when they figure out it's like going to Waffle House and no one knows who you are and you give a great re- review on Waffle House. They're like, that was the guy that gave me the tip. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to know who I who I am, so I just go down and watch. And 
we'll go down, Michelle and I'll go down. She'll take notes because she likes it too. So she'll take notes and we'll compare notes. We'll drive home probably in the rain because with as mm-hmm. much rain as we're supposed to get next weekend. But that's all that I've got. I, I don't really have much going on. Um, we looked at RVs. We're building towards the future. Um, I'm healing. Um, MJ's got nothing going on until snowshoe. Uh, I guess it's the last race of the GNCC series until summer break. And that is always a, if you don't know what snowshoe is, go online, pull up GNCC snowshoe and look at what those guys ride in. It is, it's nasty. Mm. It is nasty. And that's the last race before summer break. You can actually ride the uh, ski gondolas yeah. and go around and look at the track it that way. And it's it's I've never raced it. At some point, I'm probably going to have the opportunity, but I've never raced it. And it's like you always hope it's dry because when it's wet, <laughs> boy, it's always a mess when it's wet there. But you're in but you're in a ski village, and it's yeah. it's just this place. It's just this historic. It's become this historic race for gncc so um i know that mj they raced last weekend they raced this weekend they'll take these next couple weeks get everything built back up um like i said ftr is on break so it's really it's pretty much motocross or national off-road series right now they had the 24 hours um off-road race a couple weeks ago in alabama which is always cool another florida team did so well in that race but uh it's kind of that time of the year where the series down here take a break and the the fun races and other series take yeah. control. So all all the big motocross series down here, the Florida motocross series <laughs> yeah. stuff is yeah. full bore at yep. this point. But yep. well, they have to because they have to take the break during minios and yeah. and the other stuff. So you have you have that you have the gold cup series we are not going to compete with the gold cup series so you get those series that don't interfere and really the only track i know i mean and maybe i'm wrong and if i'm wrong i'm sorry but dade city runs their series yeah and it's january through november yeah i mean it's it's all year round so and that's half the reason we race as much as we do there is because that's gate time it's a great and honestly it's a great starter series because I would think as a peewee dad, you would go there, then you would pick the I-4, the Florida series, yep. and then you might do Gold Cup and you might try Mini O's because once you get to Mini O's, people don't realize, once you get to Mini O's, your cost is ridiculous. And then you're trying to qualify for some of the nationals, and then you might do the Florida Georgia series. Cause I don't know what it's called anymore, but it used to be a series that – you would race some races in Florida, some races in Georgia. Yeah. And you start, like any other sport, you start local and you start branching out. Well, that Dade City Series gives you a chance of, yeah, I'm going to race the same kids and it's the same dirt. The track's a little different. But you get to do that and it, there's there's a reward at the end. It's all, a lot of experience is, yeah. is really all this. So this year's probably going to be our most quiet here and we're racing a lot yeah so um it's just getting him prepared yeah for what's to come and then as well as ourselves i mean i know what's coming but my wife's never been through full series like you know i used to run or anything like that so it's a a big family team building event for a whole year so excuse me i know from my coaching days michelle's very up on this is season and this is prep so for our goal next year we're so far ahead of the game as to what we need to do we the schedule's not even released yet so we can't make travel plans or anything until november but we can already start prepping for what do we need this is where they've raced the past three years okay so we might need this for but uh for us, it's pretty simple. Um, like I said, as soon as I can get back on the bike, I'm going to be so excited just to try to get some miles back in. It's been, it's been, this is the longest I've been off the bike for two years, three years since I got back into it. Yeah. Um, 
and it's a bit frustrating, but um, I'm 51 years old, so my desire is a little different than an 8-year-old, a 7-year-old, 10-year-old, 13-year-old. I'm more of like, dude, I just I just miss doing it, not I'm missing out on opportunities. I, That's where I'm at. I, I just want to ride right now. I, I don't want to race. I just want to ride. I haven't been on my bike in months. Are you doing – are you doubling up on the Packstrap camp or – I'm not riding. You're not riding? No. Okay. I was going to, but I'd rather sit and watch him excel. And um, Kevin, who was on, he's I think they're going to it. And um, we we really considered hitting the, the Moto X Church camp too, Matt Bell's camp. Um, still, It's still up in the where, air. Where are they doing that one? Moto Bros. Okay. So it's the week before. And then we okay. would literally, I think it's 19th, 18th, 19th, and 20th. And then 26th through 28th, we'd be – We'd go from one to the other, so yeah. it's, just, it's a lot of money, but yeah. um, we'll see. I don't want to burn them out either, so I think we, we might just hit the PAX camp, but it's all up in the Well, it would be cool to go to, because either one of those would be cool, because we want to cover those tracks, yeah. and, and we see pictures from PAX, but we've never seen the facility. Everybody says it's a it's yeah. a beautiful facility. So, so it would be cool to go up there and see it and, and, and be able to report back on it. And well, We're going there regardless, so we're already signed up for that one, yeah. so... But uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't really have anything else. You got anything? Anything cool, pertinent, or exciting? Otherwise, nope. It's just a pretty short episode. Quiet weekend. It happens. It happens. Yeah. I mean, this weekend we got High Point. Um, we'll have a report on the High Point. We'll have a point from or a report from Dade City, and we'll have a report from Lazy Springs. And so, it's kind of where we are at this point. Um, if we get guests, that's awesome. If we don't, we'll report what we. <coughs> excuse me. I'm sorry. We'll report what we... I sound like Weege at the start <laughs> of the second moto. Um, we'll report what we what we see, where we are. And um, we'd love to have guests. So if you're someone that's hearing our stuff, um, if there's a local pro that wants to come on... <coughs> I don't know what's happening. If there's a local pro that wants to come on, we'd love to talk. We are also mobile. We'd love to go to someone and, and sit and chit-chat with you. So... Derek, I'm gonna let you talk for a second. <laughs> You're dying over there. Yeah, yeah reach out. Um, follow us. Find us on uh, Facebook. All your favorite podcast platforms. Um, you can reach out to me directly, Derek Schaefer or Trey Heath on Facebook, and um, we'll get you set up with an interview. I mean, I've been setting most of them up, so if you yeah. want to re- reach out to me, um, we'll make it. We'll make it happen. Well, he's setting them up because he knows the people. I am yeah. a I am a hermit crab. So <laughs> I don't really know a lot of people. We're out there in the motocross world all the time. Yeah, so. and I'm I don't I don't if I run into you, it's like oh cool I I I like meeting you. But um, on a side note, speaking of coughing and everything, I'm so impressed with the fact that I don't know if anybody's paid attention on the motocross broadcast two weeks in a row. James Stewart has done one of those tags where they. They talked about Indy, and he talked about the monster trucks going to Nashville. And we just said, good job, James. I feel like we might be getting getting ready for some sort of announcement for Supercross. It's possible. Because they're letting him read these events coming up on. Yeah. And he's reading them really well. He's doing a good job. And I'm like, I feel like there's more to this than meets the eye. I think it's been coming anyway. Yeah. So. We'll see I, what happens. I know that uh, Daniel Blair is no longer going to be a part of the broadcast, and and but I think there's some exciting stuff coming for Daniel Blair. I think he's a part of that track. He's part of the Orange Brigade. Yeah. Um, I feel bad because, damn, he was good. Mm-hmm. He was really good. But I think you get James and Ricky and Jason Thomas. Jason Thomas is minus the haircut. <laughs> I mean, and I'm only making fun of him because everybody else does. The dude's knowledge. Yeah. He did this for how many years? And they're done that, you know. Oh, God, yes. That's what we need in this sport. And don't get me wrong, so a lot of the other commentators were Yeah. They were pretty good, but you need to know the sport to talk the sport. So Yeah. You put Ricky, Weege, Bubba, and Jason Thomas. Yeah. I don't care where you, you put don't need them. anybody else. You you're you're golden. Yeah. You are we're golden. So I'm looking forward to the announcement for Supercross next year. Um, three rounds deep. I am getting confused, though, because this was round 20. 
this weekend, and I'm like, no, it's round three, but it's the SMX yeah, thing. Yeah, you got the, you got yeah. the whole playoffs. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's throwing me off, but uh, nonetheless, it was a great week, great week of racing. It was an off weekend for the families, um, which we all appreciate. <laughs> um, I got my new tonic cover put on because my tonic cover broke on my truck, so we got that put on, got the garage cleaned up, so the race bike's back in its appropriate spot and kind of like you, you you need some stuff done and it's race weekend this weekend oh yeah it's a busy week yeah so um that is Derek schaefer with dbs custom fabrication and handyman services i am trey heath with michelle and trey real estate this is the beyond the curve mx podcast and we look forward to seeing you next week to to highlight high point date city and lazy springs mx until next week, guys, have a great week, ride hard, and keep the rubber side down. It hurts a lot less. <laughs> Bye-bye.